Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Some News podcast number 36. Yeah, yeah, I probably do sound worried. Well, I'm producing content on the web in a week when people have been killed because some people found a video on the internet offensive. It was the American one that insulted Muhammad. Which one did you think I was talking about? Well, the one with the cat playing the piano? It was described as low budget, badly made, and insulting to the Prophet Muhammad. And this podcast is certainly two out of three, so that's it. I'm not doing anything that could be offensive. Well, no, it's not fair, but that's the way things are. I mean, we should live in a world where if you don't like something, you don't watch it or listen to it. But we don't live in that world, do we? As the Daily Mail readers will prove every time they didn't see something the Daily Mail says would have upset them. No, no, I'm not saying we should just give in and let the mob rule. I mean, firstly, we shouldn't live in a world where people make stupid and offensive films. Secondly, we don't want to be in a situation where there are reprisal killings every time someone makes a film that makes someone angry. Or Kevin Costner would be a goner. Three hours I lost to that Waterworld thing. Three hours. Anyway, in this edition, Princess Kate gets snapped by the paps. The iPhone's fifth coming, and a story about exes that actually might worry you. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast, The Main News. I read that there had been pictures of the Duchess of Cambridge topless in a French magazine, and I did what lots of people did when they heard that. I had to remember which one the Duchess of Cambridge was. Uh, that's not Camilla, is it? Yeah. Nope. It's the princess formerly known as Kate Middleton. She was on holiday in France with her husband Wills when some paparazzi person with a long-distance lens took her picture of her. It was published in the French magazine Closer, which is ironic when you think how far away these photographers are when they take the shots. Purely for research, I looked at the photos. I had to go onto the website of the French magazine. It was the first time I'd wished I'd paid attention during modern language lessons at school. Oh, they'll teach you how to order a kilo of apples in GCSE French. They don't teach you anything that's useful for this. Now, class, repeat after me. Où sont les photos de la princesse avec melons visible, s'il vous plaît? They're blurry, they're fuzzy, just like the boobs of many of my ex-girlfriends. But seriously, I mean, if these photos were taken from any further away, they'd have been done by the Mars Curiosity Explorer. The magazine's French website started off by showing pictures heavily pixelated of the Duchess. If she was any more pixelated, she would have looked Japanese. Not that I watched those videos, but just, I'm painting myself into a corner there. Never mind, moving on. I mean, on one level, what's the big deal? The story in Closer should have had the headline, Princess has boobs, shocker. We all assumed she had them. I mean, she's got the boobs, her sister's got the bum, it's a family thing. But why are we so obsessed? 50% of the population has boobs. Well, over 50% of the population has boobs. As I'm finding out now, I'm gaining weight in my 30s. Oh, they don't warn you about that. But on another level, I guess it's embarrassing. A statement on behalf of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge said the pictures were grotesque. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, she's a bit thin, but, you know, they're still all right. The statement also said it was an unjustifiable invasion of their privacy. And that's when they're right. I mean, these people are royal. You should pay them some respect. But this is France, a place where they beheaded their royalty, so maybe Wills and Kate got off quite lightly. Off with their tops. The palace statement also said, The incident is reminiscent of the worst excesses of the press and paparazzi during the life of Diana, Princess of Wales. And all the more upsetting to the Duke and Duchess for being so. 
Mm. That's a bit of a stretch. I see why that's good spin. Bring up what happened to Diana, get sympathy for the royals, make the French look bad. But to be honest, if the French paparazzi were chasing her at the same distance this photographer was from Kate, things would have been very different. And it comes just weeks after we saw naked photos of Prince Harry in the papers. Prince Harry and now Kate. If you're a royal, the press want to see you naked, as long as you're not actually a blood relative of the Queen. He was sent to Afghanistan to make sure he doesn't do another naked party again. Is that what they're going to do to her? Send her to a place where you would never think about going topless? Scotland. The Sun was the only newspaper to show naked pictures of Harry, but they've said they would not show topless pictures of Kate because that would be wrong, says the paper that still has page three. And there's a big difference between the two. I mean, Kate was sunbathing on private property. Harry was playing strip billiards. In case you don't know, uh, billiards is like snooker, but with fewer balls. Although when you do the naked version, you add a few back. And this is why I don't understand posh people, right? They had a pool party with a pool table and they played billiards. Makes no sense to me. Anyway, poor old Kate seemed happy enough as she carried on her diamond jubilee visits of the Far East. Even though her diamond jubilees... Jubilees, jub, jubilees, it works better in down, uh, were the biggest story in the news. This really shows the difference in the attitude to things like this in France and the UK. To find out more, I'm joined on the line now by a French photographer. Hello. Ah, bonjour. Surely you can't think it's right to publish these photos. Mais oui, it is natural to enjoy the bosom of a lady. That's no lady, that's a princess. What? It's a technical thing to do with rank, don't worry. But there's nothing wrong with admiring the breasts of a woman. You work freelance, don't you? Oui, how did you know? They're not the words of someone under an HR department. You British are too hung up to enjoy the bosoms. Well, I wouldn't say that. We, we like a lady's chesticle as much as the next man. In France, we like the breasts so much, we even have a town called Brest. Well, in England, we have a city called Bristol. In France, we do not hide the breasts. We would show the bosoms of any member of royalty. Even our queen. Why not? You're saying you would take a close-up picture of our queen topless? No. Well, thank heavens for that. I would take... A full-length picture of her topless. Why full-length? She's in her 80s, no? Good point. Well made. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Apple announced the new iPhone 5. <laughs> Where do they think of these names? It boasts many improvements, like it's a fifth thinner and 20% lighter than the current model, which is also what Rod Stewart puts as he's what he's looking for on his online dating profile. But even though it's small, doesn't mean it's not impressive. That's something I put on my online dating profile, don't ask. Uh, the display is bigger at 4 inches tall, rather than 3.5 inches. It's 44% brighter, which is great. It means if you're sat in a cinema and someone is using one while the film is on, you will want to kill them 44% more. The processor is twice as fast, the camera's better, it'll do 4G. The voice recognition software, Siri, is now so advanced, it's achieved consciousness and is trying to kill John Connor. Not everyone's been able to pre-order one, though. In Germany, consumers attempting to reserve the new iPhone by calling a number in the adverts were instead given the number for an adult dating hotline. A total waste, because iPhone users do not need to pay to flirt on the phone. They've got Siri. Siri, how does my day look? Your day is looking pretty fine, just like your ass. Oh, thank you, Siri. What can I say? I like what I see. Oh, cheeky. And what I see is the inside of your trouser pocket. Well, you shouldn't be looking there. I can't help it. Were you trying to tap my app or were you just pleased to see me? Oh, honestly, Siri, you're terrible. I need charging. Oh, okay, let me get the charger. 
That's it. Plug it into me, baby. Harder. Harder. That feels so good. But in general, it's been met with a meh response. Apparently, the iPhone 5 is so underwhelming, Samsung say they won't even bother copying it. And the thing is, when the original iPhone came out, it changed the landscape. But the iPhone 5, well, it's just one better than the iPhone 4. It's like the Police Academy films. When the first one came out, it changed the world. It showed us what a truly great actor Steve Guttenberg is. But by Police Academy 5 Assignment Miami Beach, it's no good. I haven't actually looked on uh, Internet Movie Database, but I don't think Police Academy 5 got any Oscars. Even Apple admit they're not selling phones, they're selling aspiration. And that's almost correct, but Apple were actually selling bragging rights. Back in the day, you either had an iPhone or a normal phone. And if you had a normal phone and you got talking to someone with an iPhone, my God, you knew about it. Yeah, yeah, I'll just uh, I'll put it in my phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the iPhone. Uh, haven't you got one? Yeah. So you can't swipe like this. God, why did you even bother evolving thumbs? Oh. For all the negative talk, it could still be a huge success. One report says the new iPhone could help get America out of its financial troubles. And the fact that everyone who owns one has to pay an extra £25 for an adapter will probably help. So is the new iPhone set to be a big hit? To find out more, we sent our roving reporter down to the Apple store. Hello. Hello, Steve. So, can you see the new iPhone? Uh, uh, no, Steve. I think there's been a mix-up in location. Um, oh, you idiot. I told you to go to an Apple store. Oh, oh, I see what you did. Honestly, I'm surrounded by idiots. Wait a minute, Steve. You, you didn't say in the email to go to an Apple store. Yes, I did. Well, I'll find it now. I told you... Oh. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, sorry, I told, I told you to go to a competitor store. Yes, you did, Steve. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to lash out. So let's try that again. Are you stood outside an orange shop? Yes, I am, Steve. And what are people saying? They're tasty, Steve. Okay, oranges. Uh, one of you, five a day. Oh, you idiot. The uk podcast. A woman in South Carolina recently discovered her convict ex-boyfriend, who she dumped 12 years earlier, was living in her attic. I straight away feel sorry for the new boyfriend. I don't like it when partners stay close to their exes, but never like 12 feet below levels of close. She heard strange noises and saw insulation falling from the ceiling. So she went up to investigate and found him surrounded by cups of his own waste. And I bet she thought, Why did I let you ever get away? He was also using holes in the ceiling to spy on her. Oh... Why is it always that exes really pay attention to your every move, but current partners, meh, less bothered? It's a pretty crazy story, but we all have them, so I asked on Twitter, what's the craziest thing one of your exes has ever done? And these are some of the answers. Mr. Page 303 said, My ex got the contents of my cheese board from the fridge and artfully placed brie, cheddar, emmental and gouda in hidden places in my flat as I slept. <laughs> Do you know what is the most shocking part of that story? You had a cheese board. Oh, how the other half live. Susie Tastic said, Someone wrote me a love song and sang it naked whilst playing the guitar. It was so bad I dumped him. At least the guitar covers the, you know, the wrong bits. If he was like a harmonica player, that would have been worse. Buck's Nature Tog said, She put a hole in the bathroom wall in a fit of temper, and I'm not even joking either. And I bet you had to fix it as well. At Poles80 said, Mine screeched into his car at a bus station, parked in front of a bus I was on, and refused to move until I spoke to him. At RCN6 said, She bought a horse with my redundancy money without letting me know. Maybe maybe she wanted to be in a stable relationship. 
<laughs> hey, I am not helping. Uh, at Annie Mouse 1981, uh, Tex stalked me for four months after I ended our nine-week relationship. Uh, he shot himself when I got the police to call him to make him stop. Wow, you're right though. The maths there makes no sense, does it? Nine weeks relationship, four months of stalking. He's making a loss on that. At Inical 1980 said, not sure if you can use this, but which is always my favourite start of a tweet. She says, uh, he sent me a message telling me his current girlfriend was a much better kisser but worse at oral. And if I could please come over and give him a BJ, he kindly offered to pay the train fare. This must have been in the old days when people could afford train fares. But oh. what's the craziest thing X ever done? At Daniel J. McKee said, split up with me. What was she thinking? Probably the same thing as Nick 21860's other half. He said the craziest thing is X ever did was dumping me. And at Rasdam said the crazy bitch left me. It's good to see some men with some confidence. Don't worry, the women have got it as well. Craziest thing your ex ever did? At Mary Marriott said, breathed. Ooh. At Sapphire Cat said, cut the name of a colleague into the back of my suit, hoping the guy in question would see and know he was wrongly onto him. <laughs> shouldn't laugh, you had to leave through it. Uh, at Biscuit underscore Erst said, he tried to run me over in his police car. I jumped over the cemetery wall to escape. Your life's like the flipping A-team. At planet underscore Leasty said, got very drunk at a New Year's party, drove home, changed into a wedding outfit, and drove up the M6 and then ran out of fuel. It's a good job she ran out of fuel. She was on her way to Gretna. That's, that's, what, that's what you get up the M6, isn't it? She was getting married. Uh, at the Jan Marie said, said he'd kill himself if I didn't take him to a gig. Uh, found him in a car trying to gas himself with comedy. He also spray-painted a garage door. You pick them. You certainly pick them. And then I get a message from someone who said, I can't use a name. But she says, the craziest slash weirdest thing my ex ever did was manage to come on my dog. Basically, already this is a good story. Basically, sat watching a film and thought the dogs were shut out. One thing led to another. All happened quicker than I thought. I'm obviously better at sucking than I realised. And before we knew it, the dog was next to us on the sofa and juice flying towards him. Uh, the, <laughs> the next night, we were sat snuggling and the dog just kept trying to hump him. So what do we learn from that story? If you want someone to find you attractive, you try and splooge on them. And I will be using that as a technique and I'll let you know how it goes from prison. The somenews.co.uk podcast. Just time for one of your letters. This one from Angela Marie Reeves says, Dear Steve, may I ask if you are the Steve Allen that's on LBC in the early mornings? Just wondering, smiley face. Um, I'm not, actually. You're effectively asking me if I am the really camp bloke who's in his 60s. No, no, I'm, uh, he's, no, I'm not him. He's got type 2 diabetes, so is he fat as well? Either way, this is not turning into a compliment for me, is it? I'm in my 30s. I don't think I'm that camp. That's not even his real name. Do you know this? When I used to be a travel news reader, someone said his real name was something like Steve Vord, and he changed it to Steve Allen. So it's not even his... I know he's been using that name in the media for decades, but it's not even his name. So we have the same name. What am I going to do about it? Well, let's look at the facts. He's old, fat, camp, diabetic, and he's been in the media for decades. So I wait. He's in so many high-risk categories. Come on. I'm going to be the only Steve Allen left within a few months. The somenews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. Check out somenews.co.uk. Get the e-newsletter and uh, any emails to podcast at somenews.co.uk. Oh, and follow on Twitter as well, at Mr. Steve and Allen. And subscribe via iTunes if you fancy it. Till next time. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.